Pandemonium Reigns. Pandemonium Reigns coming at you two times in one week. What is happening? What is what is this life? What is I don't know what life is right now. I mean, some would say we're just monikers of productivity and content. And who can deny? <laughs> monikers. I like that word. I Words like that word. Go ahead and moniker that subscribe button. I don't know if that's the. I don't know if that's the proper context. <laughs> hit subscribe. Hit like. Thank you for letting us uh, tickle your ears. We're back. Um, part two of our first year head coach uh, series. Looking at first year head coaches. Feel like I was a little redundant there. Like a broken record. Looking at Luke Fickle and the Wisconsin Badgers today. Wisconsin. I had a teacher in high school. She was uh she was from Minnesota. She would Minnesota. say you would say Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan. <clears throat> Looking at the Wisconsin Badger today, man. Listen, as I started to look into this and prep it and think about it, I texted you about this, but just to let the people know, like, this is a little tougher than I anticipated. And I think I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the the real possible reality. That is Wisconsin 2023, the potential for them. Looking at this going, I they can win the West. Yeah. You know what I did this on my end? I'm like, why do they have a first-year head coach? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, yes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, probably because it was just time, time to break out of what they've been for so long. But, I mean, man, they've, they've got some serious pieces. Serious pieces, and you know we talked about uh, about Nebraska's being schedule not being favorable at all. Well, it ain't so bad on the Wisconsin side. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. And listen, I'm I'm glad you you mentioned the like why did they make a change? I, the first the first place I found myself heading into the archives of Wisconsin football was Paul Christ. The tenure that was Paul Christ. Um, just just a little backstory on this. He was hired in 2015. Fired last year, so from 2015 to 2022, had a 67 and 26 record at Wisconsin. Dang, and, son! And they fired him two and three into last season. They fired him five games in. They were they were ready for it, weren't they? Ready to be ready to get fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, but think think about this though. So you you really got one. I'm looking at his time at Wisconsin. You got one bad year. Okay. And that was COVID, where he went four and three. You, I, I think about your words all the time when I think about the COVID year. Like everybody went through this, you know, it was hard. Everybody was kind of flying by the seat of their pants. I, I put an asterisk on this COVID year. It sucks that we're still even talking about it, but but yeah. okay. So just just real quick talking about Paul Christ. Here's 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 his season records: ten and three, eleven and three, thirteen and one. Eight and five, ten and four, four and three, COVID year, nine and four, and then they fired him two and three. What? <laughs> what? I want to know. I, I like, I want to be a fly on the wall for that conversation where you're in the room, you're going, y'all, 10 games a year, not good enough. Yeah. And, and, you know, from this, from, from right now, Luke Fickle, I mean, He's just—he's one of those guys that everybody wants every time there's an opening, or he has been that guy. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like 
it's really impressive AD work by Wisconsin to pull that trigger at two and three. I don't know when they're two and three and they fire him. Are they like we're gonna get fickle? That's we're gonna we're gonna get fickle. That's what we're gonna do. Or did they kind of follow their way up to him? I, I want to know that. Mm-hmm. But it's time, and it's really impressive AD work to to pull someone who has just always gets mentioned every time there's an opening. So that's that's really strong work by the athletic department there. Yeah, and I don't I didn't see this fickle to Wisconsin thing coming. I didn't I didn't see that coming at all. So, but but just to continue to put this in perspective, so Paul Christ again sixty seven twenty six. Won the Cotton Bowl in 2016, won the Orange Bowl in 2017, lost the Rose Bowl in 2019. You know what? Um, you know what? Brett Belima never did at Wisconsin. Some of a couple of those things. Never won a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, his final record, Belima, at Wisconsin, 68 and 24. Paul Christ, 67 26. <laughs> make it make sense. That's insane. What, make it make sense. Like, you know, 69 and 23, <laughs> you know, just like five years from now. I mean, that's, that seems like what's going to happen. But I do think new hots and perhaps a little, little foreshadowing there. You know, five years. We're tired of throwing the ball. We want to go back to running. Miss the old days. <laughs> yeah. You know, Brett, what are you doing? Yeah, so they bring in Luke Fickle. Looked at him a little bit. 57 and 18 in his time at Cincinnati. Gosh. 57 wow. and a lot of those losses in year one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's remarkable. He brings in Phil Longo, who I believe was the offense coordinator at North Carolina prior to being with him here at Wisconsin, and brings with him Mike Tressel as his defense coordinator uh, from from Cincinnati. So, <clears throat> real interesting. And again, just before we before we kind of dive into this, looking at. Look at their schedule, seeing how favorable this is as compared to, you know, the last episode when we talked about Nebraska. Man, the 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 chance to win the West is is very real. The schedule is so favorable. Um Witten did some work in the portal. I believe they were the seventh best portal class, according to according to on three. Went and got Tanner Mordecai, did some numbers on him. I don't know if you did this as well. But I grabbed I grabbed some numbers off him. In 2022, he threw for excuse me, yeah. And let's back up, back up. In 2021, threw for 3,600 yards, 39 touchdowns, 12 picks. In 2022, 3,500 yards, 33 touchdowns, 10 picks. That's 72 touchdowns in two years. Gosh, that's that's. Been- and so think about this. They they went and got the the other Oklahoma quarterback, Nick Evers. Evers, 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 Evers from Oklahoma. So in their portal class, they got the two quarterbacks, Mordecai, who's probably it's probably gonna be Mordecai, right? Oh, yeah. And and they went and got four receivers. I believe a couple of them came from Cincinnati as well. You know what that tells me? They're getting ready to sling it. Yeah. And if if you're take yourself back to I don't know, the year 2005, the year 2010, and future Michael. <laughs> Time travels back to Michael of 2010 and says, listen, enjoy this moment while it lasts because Wisconsin's been to throw the piss out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to be like, nah, eh, whatever. No, whatever. I don't believe you. You're a liar. I mean, I mean, the writing's on the wall. Tanner Mordecai and those numbers. 
the what they did in the transfer portal and the grabbing of Phil Longo as offense coordinator. They're about to throw it. They're about yeah. to seriously throw it. And not to mention, you've got Braylon Allen coming back, who in twenty one read uh, ran for twelve hundred yards, and twenty twenty two ran for twelve hundred yards. Yeah, I mean that you're just yeah picking from my list of things that I've that I've got here. So I mean, Allen, dude, just swoon. Now he's he's perfect for those old days. We'll see how he transitioned to the new days. I mean, I would love to have that problem uh-huh. Tennessee, uh, for us to talk about. So yeah. it'd be really fun to watch. They got a lot of lot of options that they can throw at you, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with that said, let's let's jump into the schedule. And I don't know about you, but <clears throat> I couldn't do this with the Nebraska, but I was able to kind of look at Wisconsin's schedule and say, okay. Uh, win, 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 win. I think I marked off five wins immediately, uh, including Nebraska, because you know I was already predicted that. Yeah. And I threw up three toss ups and one L. Like, all right, that's a loss, right? Right. Yeah. There. And the the Ohio State, obviously, I'll go ahead and spoil it. And there's even a conversation there. I mean, oh yeah. I, as I looked into, it, people were saying, hey, they can they can pull that off. What? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it makes for a great conversation. All right, so let's 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 dive into this game by game. I will say this: I have two games on here that I have not made a prediction on yet. I'm I'm okay. really interested to see where you go with this. Yeah, there's just I've got them listed as toss ups. I've got two other toss ups that I went ahead and predicted on. But with that said, I got two where I'm like, man, I just I don't know. I need to hear what I need to hear what Mike says. So uh, they're going to start off. Hosting Buffalo. Man, this starts off great for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, light set up. Just, you know, execute the things that you've been hearing and, and working on from the new staff and your new position coaches, et cetera, because it is all new to, mm-hmm. to the players and conversely to the coaches with the players. But, but yeah, just get it going. Handle your business at home. Show what you're going to do. You know, do that. And that's that's a perfect setup. Yeah. Yeah. So, W's, right? One and Dub, dub. Then they're going to travel to Pullman, Washington, take on the Cougars. A wazoo. Looked into this. You know they lost this game at home last year? Yeah, and and I really wonder how much impact that had on them pulling the trigger on Christ at, three lo- at just three losses. Mm. You mentioned that you've got two toss-ups. I'm not sure if this is one for you. It's not. This is, this is one for me. Okay. Washington State returns that quarterback ward that was – Pretty dang efficient last year. Sure. Uh, they returned some pieces here and there. They had a better year last year than any of us probably thought. Not that we were staying up, unfortunately, that often for Pac-12 after dark. But it is, like you mentioned, at Washington State. It's it's of intrigue for me. It's probably a win. It's a minor toss-up. Like a, It's more of like a 70-30 instead of a 50-50 or a 60-40. Mm-hmm. But, but, again, a little bit more establishment between the coaches and the players in, in Washington State. Than in Wisconsin, even though they really should win this game with what they've added and what I think Luke Fickle is really good football coach, so should be a win. It's in the minor toss-up case for me. It's not hundred percent at all. But you're giving Wisconsin the win, right? I am gonna. Okay. I do have it as a win on my prediction. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the narrative. I just can't get past the narrative of Washington t- State sweeping. I don't know anybody. <laughs> just be frank. So. You know, I I look for Wisconsin to be on a redemption for the players who were involved in this last year, like Braylon Allen, obviously. 
Wisconsin is not going to struggle to score points anymore. Uh, you, you got a you got a nice setup game in Buffalo, and that Buffalo game, just re- recapping, just or rewinding just a little bit. I mean, that could that over or under could be set at like seventy nine or something because I believe Buffalo is like an air raid offense now as well. So that could yep. that could that could get wild. But anyway, you got you got a nice little preparation game for Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I don't know. W. I, I just just hard lean, hard fast. Uh, Georgia Southern home against Georgia Southern. W. W. No matter which way you're at it. Yep. 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 Jumping on, moving on at Purdue. Before you say this, do you know the last time Purdue won this game at home oh, against gosh. Wisconsin? No, I do not. The overall record between in this series is 52, 29, and 8 in Wisconsin's favor. The last time Purdue won a home game against Wisconsin. Do you want to you want, you want to do a little trivia here? You want to you want to just sure. take a stab? Sure, go oh, ahead. Let's see. So it would have been an odd year based on my math here of it being 2023 and them hosting them 03? No, farther. Oh my gosh. I, I have no idea. Uh, oh, here, here's a hint. <clears throat> they had a NFL Hall of Fame quarterback. 99. 97. 97. Drew Brees oh. was the quarterback. Oh, God, that's terrible. Oh, God. That's the last time Purdue beat Wisconsin oh, at home. 30 years of beating them at home. Oh, my God, that's terrible. And I'm going to say it doesn't change anytime soon. W for the Badgers. Not this year, not this time. Yeah. I just I saw that and I went, man, that's got to mention that on the pod. Yeah. Home against Ruggers. Dub. Dub City, baby. Uh, Shiano's got things headed in the right direction, I think, in, Slowly, in, but in New Jersey. But, man, that's just – it might be the right direction, but, man, that is a steep hill in front of them, right? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think Cincinnati, Fickle, and, and Co. could have could beat this Rutgers team. Heck, they probably have, and I just slept through it. But, yeah. <laughs> Dub. Absolutely. Absolutely. Home against Iowa. This is another one of my toss-up games. <clears throat> right. I'm, I'm leaning full disrespect. I, I did this and, and you know, wasn't as disrespectful as I thought because I forgot that Nebraska had beaten Iowa last year. Dub. It's a it's a Wisconsin dub. I'm not, I'm not worried about a defense only beating this what this Wisconsin team could be. Of course, it could go poor, poorly, more poorly than I'm thinking in the first year, but mm-hmm. in the fickle and, and those quarterbacks and receivers that they brought in and Braylon Allen. Yeah. When when you when your first four games are Buffalo, Washington State, Georgia Southern, Purdue, you've you've got all this time to get the chemistry amongst the offense. And I was just going, crap. We caught these guys. We caught these guys at a terrible time. Could we have not gotten them game one? It's a yeah. it's, it's a W in my mind. And it's in Madison. Yeah. yeah. At, at this point, we could we could really be reading a narrative in in Iowa of Ferenc being on his way out. I said Ferenc. As I really emphasized that E there. Um, but like, I mean, this, this could be the beginning of the end for him at this Absolutely point. Be. And, and, you know, while you like, like what you said is true at the same time, this could be the best defense that they've seen to this point. If things from 2022 hold over for Iowa, you know, I'm not giving them much of a chance to figure things out offensively, but if mm-hmm. the defense were to hold over from 2022, it could be by far their toughest challenge at this point of the season, but mm-hmm. momentum chemistry, man, they're probably, if they, if they come into this game un- unbeaten, they're, they're dang near top 10. They're going to be focused on keeping that if they're not already top 10 because of mm-hmm. the setup. Mm-hmm. So, man, I mean, yeah, that 
dub. Agreed. Agreed. All right, this leads me into my next toss-up game, and this is the one where I don't have a prediction. I just can't seem to land the plane on this one. I, I am so unsettled on Wisconsin at Illinois. Yes. Help make it make sense, bro. Talk, one of my three toss-ups that I mentioned as well, but I mean, and, and this is where I really start to question myself and like they're, they're going to go 500 or something, aren't they? Because I'm, I've got this as a win for Wisconsin, mm. which means they are at this point, man, 7-0 and if they win this game. But I think about what Illinois lost, and I think that the additions at Wisconsin, even though it's at Illinois, even though Belima has surpassed all of our expectations to this point, at Illinois, I'm still riding with the Badgers, and and this is probably where it burns. If, if it hasn't burned me by now, when we look back at these in the future, this could be really where it burns me. But I'm I'm just riding with the additions in Madison versus the additions in Champaign, and and it's a toss up for me. It's it's still it's a this one's more of a 50 50 60 40. It's not a I'm not seeing very clearly on it, but I'm going to lean Wisconsin on this. You know, it's really unfortunate that I have to make a prediction on this right now. It feels way too early. It is way yeah. too early. Let's be real. Yeah. So if so how 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 hard are you gonna be on me if I get this wrong? I ain't gonna be hard on you because I'm <laughs> I mean, I'm sounding confident, but that's I'm I'm faking it until I make it, son. See, my issue is here if if I give them a win right here, they're looking at ten and two. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But I think you make a great argument. I think you make a great argument. I'm going to give them a win. I'll give them a win at Illinois. All right. Wow. Ohio State. And again, as I looked at I looked at this, you got people predicting Wisconsin to pull this off. <laughs> it's at home. Yeah. I, I mean, real quick on this. Look at their look at their away games. Washington State, Purdue, Illinois, Indiana, Minnesota. That is the easiest away schedule I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You know, there's not many schedules that Georgia 2023 would trade for. They would probably trade for (laughs) (laughs) Shots have been fired. Bombs over Baghdad. Don't mind me. Wow, man. Well, I, I I just don't know. I think it's too soon. I think this is too soon to, to give Wisconsin a win over Ohio state. But if he does, I, I mean, my gosh, 12 and Oh, Right. Oh, I mean, if, yes. Totally no. This, but I, I just, I just don't think it's feasible. I don't either. The only like, there's such a internal battle for me with when I think about even just Ohio State, not even just this game. But they're replacing a quarterback. But every time they do that, they they have a future Heisman contender. They have a lot of times a a future top five pick. And I know that they've got two to three options, if not more, that they really really like. Yet again, mm-hmm. as always. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be McCord. I'm not sure who's going to win the job, but they're going to be throwing to Marvin Harrison and Amika and hand the ball off to Dallin Hayden and and more of those guys that are back from last year. He's just the one that stands out to me because of some of the questions with him. But it's too soon for me. I already feel like I'm stretching it by by saying win, 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 win to this point of the season. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Ohio State. This is no, it's not a toss up for me. I actually have it as a loss. There it, absolutely, there's a scenario that they could win it. Um, I think that Fickle is is a better coach than Ryan Day, frankly. But, you know, we're going to see. I'm just not – I can't pull the trigger on when hosting Ohio State in year one under probably any coach. 
Yeah, that's that's a borderline hot take. Fickle being better than Ryan Day as a head coach. It's borderline yeah. hot, but I mean, now that you say it, there's a heck of an argument there. I mean, yeah, imagine if Fickle was never the interim or in that awkward phase of after Trestle, mm. and that he gets handed the job when Urban Meyer steps down. Do you think that they go further than they have to this point under Day? Hmm. Wow. We just created our next podcast. Look at us. <laughs> Does it change your opinion at all on this game if I tell you that OS, uh, Ohio State plays Penn State the week before? Ooh. They're going to host Penn State, and then they're going to go to Madison? Wisconsin has got such a favorable schedule. This is unreal. This is they unreal. Really, that is a nice setup. Doesn't change my mind in this in, – this far out. Nice. All right. Coming off a loss there now, what, what are we at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven and one, heading to wherever Indiana is located. <laughs> yeah, somewhere <laughs> in the state of Indiana. <laughs> yeah. It's a win. You know, it, yeah, I initially had it as a toss-up. I, I don't think I'm going to go that direction, especially if they receive their first loss against Ohio State, especially – if that happens now, if they if they beat Ohio State, maybe it's a minor, minor trap game of them just feeling too good about themselves. But I'm going to remove this from my toss-up category, and I'm going to say win for Wisconsin. All right. Good. Home against the Wildcats. Meow. Northwestern. Wow. Don't ever let me do that again. <laughs> I got to win. Yeah, roll my eyes because it's a dub, not because you made that beautiful sound. It's, it's a dub, and I just – I'm so envious of the schedule. Mm, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Home against Nebraska. If it was on the road, maybe I would have thought about it more. We said this when we talked about Nebraska, that it would be very hard for Nebraska to win that game. I'm going to rob with that, especially at home, especially this close to the end of the season. They could be playing for a lot if our predictions come true. This this could be a very meaningful game. So, yeah, I'm going to say win. I can't believe it. I feel like I'm just pumping – sunshine into the state of Wisconsin right now. It's not already sunny there, and I'm saying win. It, it feels so – is it far-fetched? It feels so like this can't This can't be real. This can't. This cannot be real life. Yeah, I, it 100% feels that way. They're going to end the season traveling to Minnesota. Get this before you, before you say this. This series is really, really close. Yeah. 62 and 60, favorite wow. Wisconsin. That's crazy. I mean that's that's much closer than I thought it would have been because oh, yeah. things were not you know to go back to sunshine they were not sunny in Minnesota too very too too very often before the Jerry Kill before the PJ Fleck eras and even in the Kill and even in both eras they have those years where it's very forgettable so mm, that is surprising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you got? Win, loss. This is a. One of their losable games because it's on the road because Fleck has been established mm-hmm. there. I still feel like they're going to have the pieces to win this game. I mean, I can't tell you who's coming coming back to Minnesota this year, but I can tell you those guys that we've talked about, just those receivers, the quarterback competition that's going to be happening, Braylon Allen mowing over people at 240 pounds. I mean, it's losable. I've got it as a win. You got them at 11-1? I do. I mean – what sense does that make for a first-year coach to go 11-1? and one? But that's what I'm saying. I think we're going to look at this and be like, 
man, how did they how did they manage to fire their coach last year? This was this was the other game where I'm looking at it going, I just can't make a decision. Yeah. Since I gave Illinois give since I give them the win over Illinois, I've got to give them the loss here. I just can't. I can't give them a live. I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. I think it's really possible. I think I'm. I'm gonna. We're gonna get there in a second. But this is obviously my best case scenario for them. You oh. know, eleven and one. You know. Yeah. I mean, heck, you could even say like ten and two. <laughs> but I, I got to give a loss here. I just. I just. And it really just comes comes down to me saying I. I cannot give you eleven and one. Knowing or, or being fresh off the spring, or I don't even know if they've had their spring game yet, have they? So here, you know, here's another just minor, very minor red flag for me. Their spring game is, as I look at my calendar, Saturday, the twenty second. Okay. It's being dubbed the launch. Hmm? Oh yeah, what? what? Mm-hmm. That's that's. I mean, that's a little red in the flag to me. The launch. Are they going to dunk balls into a trash can after after turnovers as well? <laughs> I hope that there's not any trash. Leave the trash on the ground on the sideline. Leave the trash cans in the facility somewhere. The launch. That's what is- that's a little red to me. I I couldn't even find information saying it's their spring game, but they've almost had spring practice going for a month. They've had you know three four weeks of it, almost fifteen practices. This is their spring game. Dubbed the launch. Oh God, the launch. Yeah, I I don't like that at all. No, <laughs> I don't. Stop trying. Just call it the call it the red and white game. I mean, yeah, whatever. If you, go, if you do go to Wisconsin's website, you'll see information for the launch, talking about the high flying, seeing the high flying offense, the innovative defense, which is a little weird to me. I'm not sure what innovation they're going to run. I hope they don't try to do a three, three, five or anything like that. Just see last year's playoff and uh, go from there. But they're going to close spring out this week. Anyway. Okay. The launch. <laughs> so all that to say being, getting ready to play your spring game and a lot of time between now and your first game against Buffalo, I just have a hard time saying 11 and one. I, I think, I think you lose to Ohio state and you split Illinois or Minnesota. I'm okay with being, you know, flip flopping one of those two. I, th- I, th- I think one of those are a loss. And you could even make a case for Washington State. You know, whatever. <laughs> what a favorable schedule! How how do we get access to the Big Ten West? What do we What do we have to do? You know, we're a, we're traditionalists over here. I mean, we're talking about do not shake up the SEC. Do not go to 16 teams. Don't take the playoff to 12. Man. If we got to play a national schedule to do this, in Tennessee, I'm I'm starting to you know open my horizons over here. Sign me up. Sign me up. So all right. So let's talk ceiling and floor uh, as we get into the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. I think real quick. I think the floor, just things don't go well. Worst case scenario schedule wise, the floor is eight and four. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard time saying, you know, the, the same way that it that it hurts me to, or, you know, it's awkward to say 11 and 1. I don't see 7 and 5 or worse. Certainly. No, 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 no. I, I feel like I'm with you. 8 and 4, you could even say that 9 and 3. Yes, I'm getting ready to say that. Like, that's if you lose all these games that we're actually struggling to predict, not the ones where we're just, yeah, win, win, win. You know, no. that's if you lose all those, something's not happening correctly. You know, it's like a, it's just a, maybe it's a first year, 
typical first year issue that you know they do that coaches are changed for a reason even in an awkward case like Wisconsin right now but mm-hmm. yeah I mean I there's there's no way there's five losses for a Luke Fickle team on this schedule I don't think agreed agreed and I think I think even again you can make a serious argument for nine and three like you just said so eight and four feels like a bit of a push yeah which is crazy because it's on the like the worst end but whatever so that sends yeah. my sends my ceiling this is the tougher part to figure out right since my ceiling to eleven and one, yeah, because it's it's a it's a real possibility you don't split Illinois and Minnesota uh, if you're looking at my schedule prediction for them. You don't split it. You win both. Very feasible. Very possible. Especially since you catch one of those toss up games being the last game of the year. You know, worst case scenario before I actually give you mine is you're just staring at a bunch of injuries. You know, maybe Tanner Mordecai gets hurt, but we're assuming that these things don't take place, right? So eleven and one ceiling for me. Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much it, too. I mean, technically, if we want to be completely real about it, 12-0 and 0 is on the table like we talked about, but I'm going to say 11-1 and 1 ceiling because I just think that they that they do find a loss on there. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be way off here, but I, I'd say 11-1 and 1 as well for the ceiling for me. And your your floor was 8-4? and four? Is that, Do I got that right? Yeah, I'm going to say 8-4. and four. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so let's get to the best case, worst case scenario. The the things that really impact the ceiling and the floor, the things that really impact the the uh, prediction overall here. And I think I had a little, uh, yeah, I had a little note here that I that I wanted to mention before I get into my best case and worst case scenario. All right, so my best case scenario for him, for them, excuse me, is so you got Braylon Allen who's coming off two twelve hundred yard rushing seasons. But now you're 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 in an offense that's going to sling it around, right? So I think your best case scenario offensively is your throwing opens up your run even more. You got yeah. Braylon Allen in the backfield. Are you just telling me you're just not going to hand it to anymore? I don't think that's the case at all. I don't, exactly. think that's, I don't think that's the case at all. Best case scenario, your throwing is opening up your run even more, right? He could be staring. I, I, he he could seriously be staring at more yards, but he could stare. He could be staring at less yards with greater impact, if that oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But the, I think the key factor for them now is they can now play from behind, right? They're no yeah. longer they're like you know it's it's that that offense is you you control the game, you control the tempo, but if that gets out from underneath you, you have a hard time getting back when you're running three tight ends onto the field. Yeah. Not not the case anymore. Best case for me. Your throwing does even more for the backfield. Yeah, you know, and that's that's that. Uh, I I had like nine bullets a piece on best and worst case for Nebraska. I don't have that for this for yeah. this because it's so much more cut and dry for Wisconsin. Yeah, but one that you just highlighted for me, another best case scenario is less mileage on Braylon Allen. I mean, he's not going to get 30, 40 carries a game. Not that he may have ever, but I mean, they're not going to run exclusively their offense through him. He's just going to be another – he's going to be a shiny toy in this offense with less mileage. That's good for him long-term. That's great for them when the end of the year rolls around and, and you're just beat up and you're, you're dog-tired before the game even starts. But really my best case is, is kind of playing into part of what you said. I, I just think the best case is that, you know, Tanner Mordecai, maybe, maybe it's Nick Evers. He's a, he's a talented young guy. Lord knows that, that Lincoln Riley knew how to get the right quarterback to Norman. Now, will that translate to the Big Ten? We'll see. We'll see. Both these guys started Oklahoma. So I think it's just evident. I mean, one of these guys are just continuing to put up – either it's Mordecai putting up those silly numbers that he has all along or it's Nick Evers showing why Lincoln Riley brought him to Norman. 
And and that's what they need. Again, shiny new toys, like you mentioned, with the receivers coming in. Mm-hmm. I really like that offensive coordinator that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the best case is that it's just it's fresh with that again, one of those talented quarterbacks doing what they've done. And then you're just salting games away instead of relying on him with Braylon Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, love it. I love your your take there on Braylon Allen. How the best case scenario actually benefits him as a as a person and his and his potential for the future in the league. <clears throat> He's got less mileage on him. Worst case scenario. So to set this up, my take here: they're coming off. I for his name escapes me. Defense coordinator. Who was Man. there? You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, he was. He was Leonard, Jim Leonard. Leonard, yes, he was mentioned for probably every opening after the 2022 season. Whether it was a coordinator, head coach, we thought he'd stay there as head coach. I mean, he was in for every job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Statistically, under Leonard, fantastic defenses, right? I mean, yes. just, just now, granted, Big Ten West. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> comes with a tiny grain of salt there. My worst case scenario for these guys is that the the offense takes some time. I think it's going to come together, but the worst case scenario is that it takes some time to come together. It doesn't come together at Buffalo. It doesn't come together at Washington State. You still manage to get those wins, but it's taking a little more time than it should, and your defense simultaneously drops off statistically a little bit. Yeah, I still think in those scenarios, 10-2 and two is right there. Oh yeah, you're pushing your ceiling, and again, you're landing at eight and four, nine and three floor if if those things happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What say you? Worst case? Yeah, really. Just I feel like I'm reaching for these because of the way that this setup just led into our conversation of these all these wins piling up, but th- that it takes the maximum amount of time. Maybe it takes maybe the year ends, and we're like, what was their identity? I mean, mm. it just never gelled to the point that we didn't know what their identity was. I think that's a reach because I think Fickle's a fantastic coach. He's going to make sure that that's known and is very clear to his players. Um, the other thing is, you know, the the other thing is they did fire their coach for a reason. They did lose some games at this point that they haven't lost all along when they've been on their pretty consistent run. So did the did the batch of just the factory that they've been at offensive line? Did they run out? Did they not get the right guys this time? Maybe it doesn't come together that way. And again, I just feel like I'm I'm reaching to highlight what could be their worst case, but things don't gel. They they just don't have the right guys at the right time for a schedule that's as favorable as this. Mm-hmm. I think that's the case. And and again, even with mine, eight and four is, is right there, I think, with with who you play. You're yeah. probably putting those those top teams and some of those road games that we struggled a little bit to discuss, but yeah, you're you're doing fine in your first year. No kidding. And and again for the schedule for the thousandth time feels like this has got to be not only the most favorable schedule for a first year head coach but nationwide right ah man if it's not it i can't see how it wouldn't be i mean greg shiano and rutgers got to be looking at the schedule pissed off (laughs) yeah probably so you know i don't know and Am I even correct on my year here? Did Arizona State fire Herm Edwards after 22 or 21? I mean, they might have a more favorable mm-hmm. schedule, but it's, that's just, again, just reaching and grasping at who might have an easier schedule for a first-year head coach. Yeah, yeah. He's, and it was, dude, yeah. because I, I remember Dillingham now being up in the booth just losing his marbles against Georgia. So, yeah. 
but still, <laughs> I mean, that's that's such a reach. They could maybe they pick up USC and Oregon and the very best the Pac-12 has to offer, and it's it's not what what Wisconsin will face this year. It's almost not fair. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Almost not fair. Well, nonetheless, some 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 serious high highs are really really uh, attainable for Wisconsin. Your your really low lows are way out of reach. I mean, the, yeah. the bottom just has to really fall out for you to hit your floor, I think. Nonetheless, I'm really excited to watch Luke Fickle in Madison. Yeah. Really, really excited to see how this how this pans out. If you know what's the narrative gonna be if he comes out eleven and one, twelve and oh, you know, is is <clears throat> excuse me, is Wisconsin a stepping stone job? Because think about this. Think about this. Let's say and as we end this episode, let's say that that Fickle does go eleven and one. He puts up a great offense statistically. Defense is really, really serviceable. Maybe they're not what they were, but they're still really respectable, legit. Sarkeesian in Texas, you know, doesn't go well. They yeah. they, they go eight and four, nine and even nine and three. But you got some bad losses. I mean, I think nine and three and Texas could Sarkeesian could have. Texas words. Texas could have Sarkeesian on the hot seat. Yeah, absolutely. Depending absolutely. on what those, depending on what those losses are and how bad they are, and if your wins are <clears throat> like if you had to like scrap to get them. Yeah. Do they say goodbye to Sarkeesian? But hey, Fickle, his phone's not going to stop ringing. I don't, you know, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but his roots are a little bit more eastern, a little bit more Ohio State, uh, you know, colored tinted. Um, and I don't think they're Wisconsin roots. So, you know, he seems elated to have this job. I would, that's a great job. It is a good job. Sure. So like this, look at what they've done for so long and how you might be able to modernize it. His phone's not going to stop ringing unless he really, really, really drops the ball somehow. And what, again, is just such a favorable setup. I mean, if you win nine, 10 games this year, if you're just right there at the floor, lower parts of your ceiling, recruiting's probably going to turn up a notch. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. He's a pretty good recruiter with what he's been able to do at Cincinnati mm-hmm. and what before now. So, I mean, things could really, really turn up. And at the same time, his phone is not going to stop ringing if he if he continues to perform. Is Wisconsin a stepping stone job? You know, I didn't – even considering Brett Bielma and his always will be – his bananas jumped Arkansas. That will never make sense to me. I don't think so. I think you can really, really build something there. I mean – you're gonna. You could play a schedule like this. You could pick up, you know, whoever's the hottest in the Big Ten East, and and you're gonna add USC and blah 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 blah. But I really don't think of Wisconsin as a stepping stone job. I think it's partly, in fact, due to just how consistent that they've been, always having what just a marquee premier college football running back. It doesn't always always translate to the next level. But I mean, think about it. if you just modernize that and what your path could be like to potentially win, you know, playing in playoff games and winning those 12 team playoff. They should be pushing for that every year. No doubt, man. No doubt. I don't think it's a stepping stone job, but I do think there's a small handful of schools that if they called, it's not a lateral move. It's yeah. up. It's up. Yeah. It's up. Tier two right there, right there. Consistently tier two to me. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. And you make a great point with the expansion of the playoffs. They should be, you know, right there on the on the cliff of it. Well, nonetheless, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Appreciate you letting us tickle the ears. You got anything else on the Wisconsin Badgers? Nothing else, man. I mean, I'm excited. You know, if I could fast forward and see that Washington State game, I'd feel a whole lot better about some of this. But we'll yeah. see. 
Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm even interested to see Buffalo, Wisconsin, period. Just, just to see somebody throw the, the, throw the football in Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, again, uh, thanks for hanging out with us, enjoying this series so far. I think we got Colorado and Auburn on deck. Uh, I think that'll be parts three and four, not in any particular order for spoilers. But thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, like this video. It does wonders for our algorithm. Tell somebody uh, we're getting back into the ebb and flow of being with you guys on a weekly basis. We're enjoying doing this with you. We don't get paid to be here. Okay? So just push the button. Push, push, stop what you're doing. Pull over right now. We'll give you a second. Good for you not not playing on your phone and driving. Thanks for pushing that button. We love you guys. I'm Dan. He's Mike. God bless. Go boss. Here we go. Pandemonium reigns.